The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Do you remember your first time? For three daytime stars, it's today on Soap Central Live. What's happening this week on your favorite soap operas? It's time to talk about all the daytime drama on Soap Central Live with Dan J. Kroll. Get ready for the latest soap news, scoops, recaps, and interviews with your favorite daytime stars. Now, here's Dan. Hey, everybody. Welcome to episode number 221 of Soap Central Live. It is Friday, March 14th, 2014. And I'm your host, Dan Kroll. I hope that everybody has been having a great week. But if for some reason you haven't been, let's hoping that today's show is a turning of the tides for you. Because it's always a pleasure to know that you guys are tuning in every week for our discussion of anything and everything soap. And I have to say that I'm really excited about this week's show. I know I say that each and every week, but of course, I'm always excited about the show. But we have three first-time guests this week, and we'll be discussing a whole range of topics from the usual soaps to dancing to dolls that come to life to some amazing skincare products. And we're even going to add in a little dash of dastardly deeds. Coming up in the second half of the show, Alfredo Diaz will be joining us. He played one of the baddest bad guys in all my children history, and in just a couple of moments, We'll get sensual with Lily Melgar and Jade Harlow. But first, a little programming note, a little warning, I guess, if you will. Next week, we'll be celebrating the 19th anniversary of SoapCentral.com. I have no idea what's planned for the show because I'm being kept completely in the dark. I think my executive producer enjoys making me squirm with surprise guests, and who knows what else is going to happen. But it's a pretty big milestone considering that the World Wide Web itself just turned 25. So raise your glasses to 19 years But don't clink them together, just in case. Of course, everybody, you are always invited to call in and talk with our guests. That goes without saying, and that is something for you to remember each and every week. But keeping with the theme today, if you're looking for your first time, we'd love for you to call in and chat with us. And uh, just to be clear, we're talking about first-time callers. But of course, if you're a more seasoned professional, we also would love to hear from you as well. The number is 866 472-5788. It's the same number each and every week, so add it to your speed dial, 866-472-5788. If for some reason, though, you can't get to the phone or you're just a little too shy, you can always send us a message on Twitter at Soap Central Live or at Soap Central. There's also a new on-air thread on our official Facebook page. Head over to Facebook.com slash Soap Central for that. I'll be poking around, seeing what you guys are saying, and I'll be maybe even reading some of your comments and questions on the air. So that's something else to remember to get involved with the show. But as I said, we have some first-time guests this week, and I understand that one of them is already ready for us and wanting to talk as I said that, uh, you know, I've been doing some research for this week's show and I found that there's really enough stuff to talk about to fill several shows from soaps 
to soap, there's a little something to talk about. So let's not delay this any longer. Let's get right on with the show. Lily Milgar is an actress, director, and an entrepreneur. She's best known to daytime fans, of course, as Lily Rivera on General Hospital. And she can also be seen in the Emmy-nominated web series, The Bay, which is back with a new sort of standalone episode. But the show itself starts next month. or It starts on May 1st, actually. And she's also the founder of a line of skincare products that respects not only the body, but also nature. It's called Sensual by Lily. Lily Melgar, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hi. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for such an introduction. (laughs) I'm glad that you enjoyed it. I've been looking forward to this because, you know, it's it's always fun to have first-time guests. They say you never forget your first time, so hopefully this... Hopefully this will be be good for you and, you know, we won't have to go into anything bad about that. But uh, with the first time, one of the things I like to do is to sort of explore how people got to where they are. And uh, it's always uh, fun, too, because not everybody who's been on the show wanted to go into acting. So I'll ask you, was acting something that was always your passion or is it something that you maybe stumbled upon uh, just completely as an accident? It's it's really interesting because... um, now that I look back, I always wanted to be an actress. I just didn't know that that's what it was. And what I mean by that is I remember being like five, six years old and watching Charlie's Angels and sitting there watching and saying, oh, I want to grow up and be a Charlie's Angel. And then in junior high, I would tell all my friends, I'm going to grow up and I'm going to be on General Hospital. And they'd be like, well, how are you going to do that? I'm like, I don't know. I just know I am. And, but it was never, I'm going to be an actress. It was like specific things that I visualized myself doing. And sure enough, I grew up and I was on General Hospital. <laughs> Do you think that that's part of the, what made it come to fruition? Do you think that for people out there who you know, talk things into existence, is, is that something that you believe in or is that just me and superstition? 100% I believe in that. I believe everything is energy and where uh, your attention goes, energy flows. And my attention was on that for many years. So the day that I actually, I was written into General Hospital with Ricky Martin, which was just like icing on the cake, because I had my own uh, music video show in Spanish called The Musica. So through that, I mean, at 20 years old, I'm having tea at Carlos Santana's home, having tea with him, yeah, discussing his like trippy spiritual philosophies, and I'm 20. So you could just imagine the ride that I was on at that time, and Ricky became a very good friend. So it was just part of our destiny that we would be the first daytime Latin leading couple ever together, and we were already friends, so we already brought that connection to our characters. When you're going through something like that, mentioning that you were the first Latin super couple, uh, I've spoken to Debbie Morgan and Darnell Williams of All My Children, and they're really pretty much considered one of the first African-American super couples. Are you aware of it in the moment, or is it something that you don't realize until after the fact how much of an impact you've really had on people? Oh, you know what? I think we were both very much aware of what that meant, uh, and we took that very seriously. I remember that Wendy Rich even hired acting coaches for us because, you know, she pulled me out of hosting on Spanish TV and him out of being a rock star in Latin America. So she really invested in us. She saw a chemistry that she thought was very special. She believed in, believed in our talent, our raw talent, 
as individuals, and then she invested in that. So we knew, we knew the um, the importance of us doing our best because we knew that if we did good and represented, it was going to open a lot more doors for every other Latino in the industry. And I mean, look at today. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I mean, it's it's funny to look back at certain things. I think at the time, for me, it was just a. Uh, you know, a, a lot of these things that were considered significant, uh, maybe it's from living in a large city, it didn't come as big of a, a surprise to me. It wasn't as big a, a deal. And I don't know if that's, you know, not being able to relate firsthand or if it's just a, a greater sign of, for folks who are living in larger cities, there's more of a, a, a melting pot. You see more things, so it's it, it doesn't really register. Does that make sense? Well, yeah, it, did, it didn't register as far as my daily life, but it definitely registered as being a Hispanic actor in the industry and knowing that there had been Hispanic actors on soaps, but there had never been a super couple. That was groundbreaking. And that, you know, that uh, we owe it all to Wendy Rich. And of course that opened up so many more roles for Latin Mm -hmm. due to the success that we had. But um, at that time, being a Latin actor was very limiting so not in my daily life, but since I was auditioning, I knew that there weren't that many roles for us. It's, I mean, I'm, I'm reading some of the things that folks are asking on, on Twitter, and a lot of them are commenting on that, and they're talking about their own personal experiences. There are a lot of uh, questions about General Hospital, and we'll sort of work our way into that. But for folks who watch soaps, they know that soaps play to our senses, the visual and the audio cues. But there's another sense, Lily, that can really evoke memories and emotion, and that's the sense of smell. So I really want to talk about Sensual by Lily <laughs> and find out, you know. Nice transition. Good, good job. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it come after 221 shows. If I can't make a decent segue, there's no reason for me to be here. So I'm going to learn from you. I'm going to pull that off on soapbox. <laughs> well, we're going to talk about that too. So seg- hold on with your segues. We have to get through one first, and uh, okay. I want to find out. You know, how did this? come about we see shows like shark tank where people have ideas and some of them are realistic and some of them are crazy and you know some are somewhere in between so where did the idea to come up with a skincare line where did that come from because it seems to me that that would be an extremely challenging uh, ambition let me tell you uh, i <laughs> you know going back to the believing is everything i it, it's exactly as it was when I was in junior high saying I was going to grow up and be on General Hospital. It's exactly that ignorance is bliss kind of thing that sometimes works. I was invited to the General Hospital fan club weekend. For years, I have been researching ingredients. I have been spending tons of money on ingredients that have certain ingredients and then making my own blends at home and then buying other stuff that smells really yummy because I love scents and then ending up buying like five products. And so it was a light bulb moment in my bathroom. Voila. It was do your own line. I've been wanting to do this for so many years. Of course, I thought, how the hell am I going to do it? But in that (laughs) moment, I just knew that I could. I made one phone call. One phone call. That one phone call had me in two months with my products at the General Hospital Fan Club weekend. That's kind of amazing. No, it's so amazing. I, I can't even 
fathom how it's happened because it's not even a year yet. And the fact that Meryl Streep and Matthew McConaughey have my products, it's insane that it was in the Oscar nominee gift bag. And again, I had no experience. I didn't know how I was going to do it. It was just an idea that I believed in, that I was passionate about, products that I love. That one phone call was the ripple effect for bringing it to fruition. And it's been nonstop. Every time I need the next move, the right person shows up at the right time. Well, let's talk about what those products are. We sort of, you know, we're mentioning the fact that Meryl Streep has it. But for folks who are listening who aren't familiar with it, and if, if you're Googling it, it's sensual, S-C-E-N-T-U-A-L, by Lily, L-I-L-L-Y, dot com. So what are these products? Well, it's a bath and body and candle collection. And it's 99.5% all natural, 0.5% because some of the fragrances don't yet come in a natural form. So some of my products are 100% all natural and um, the majority are 99.9.5%. And I have body lotions, body scrubs, whipped body butters, shea butters, coconut oil-based candles, and... Um, the coconut oil-based candles can also be used as your fragrance, which is why they sell out like crazy. Not only are the scents amazing and they burn slower because they're coconut oil-based, but you can put it on your skin and wear it as your fragrance. Oh, brother, if I buy one more candle, I'm going to qualify for my own special episode of Hoarders. But Well, uh, let me tell you, you're going to be hooked. You're going to be hooked if you buy I my candle. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So what sort of fragrances are we talking about they're, here? I'd they're imagine exotic and tropical. Okay. That's ha- Mainly, they're exotic and tropical. So um, let's say, okay, let's go my best sellers. My best-selling uh body scrub is my Karma Sutra, which is a passion fruit mango, and that one was in the Primetime Emmy Golden Globe nominee gift bags. And then as far as the whipped body butter, my personal fragrance, my signature scent is my bestseller, which is a white tea ginger gardenia blend. Then we have, you know, coconut lime verbena. We have coconut mango. We even have dark chocolate, which smells amazing. We have pomegranate vanilla, which is my bestseller in the Shea. So um, another thing to mention about my line is that I used it as an opportunity to celebrate women that I love, admire, or have been inspired by. So about 70% of my fragrances are named after someone. Oh, wow. Okay, Which leads so... us to Jade Harlow because the coconut lime verbena is called Muse, and that was inspired by Jade, who is a muse in my life. Well, we're hoping to have her on, and we'll talk about her being your muse in a couple of seconds, but there's something that popped into my head. What was the scent that was in the Oscar bag? Because I'm sure that there are a lot of people out there saying, you know what, I want to smell like Meryl Streep tonight. Yes, those were my bestsellers. For the women, we gifted them the By Lily. That's my signature scent, the white tea ginger gardenia blend, whipped body butter, and the Madison, which is inspired by my beautiful uh, co-host on mm-hmm. Soapbox, Martha Madison, and that's a pomegranate vanilla whipped shea butter. For the men, we gifted them one of my best-selling candles, which is the blood orange. Ooh, that uh-huh. sounds nice. 
Oh, yeah. making making some notes here. I, I, it's, I will kick myself out of the house, but if I buy another candle. But I'm telling you what, for you, Lily, I will make an exception. I may oh, buy I several. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we mentioned that you know that everyone who you come in contact who inspires you may potentially get a candle named after them. But we talked about Martha Madison, and I want to talk about. The two of you working together on Soapbox, because you've yes. made time to be on the other side of the questions. Normally, it's you asking the questions on there. So for folks who don't know about Soapbox, and they certainly need to watch it out, because uh, I was watching the one with Jade and laughed myself silly. It was completely <laughs> just off we the wall and so over the top. so much fun. So what is it? Where can people see it? And you know, more importantly, give them the pitch. Why should they tune in? Well, um, well, soapbox is really, I mean, simply put, you want to get to know your favorite character, soap star, as a person, come on and hang out with us at Soapbox, because that's what it is. We just hang out for an hour, and I mean, it has been the funnest journey. There's um, so many actors that we've met because they come on the show that uh, we hadn't been able to meet. You know, everybody's busy, and we just have the best time and find out so many things that people just don't know about them. Uh, we just had Jacob Young, and I had no idea he has, like, seven businesses. I mean, the guy is just, like, unstoppable and so charming. So, um, anyway, Soapbox is really just an hour of hanging out with your favorite soap star. Who are they in real life? That's where you're going to find out. Jacob Young has seven businesses. Suddenly, I feel like a slacker. <laughs> I know. That's what I said. I thought I had a lot going on. Now I feel lazy. So we're on now, Radio B. The thing that I'm, I'm wondering is, you know, you mentioned that Martha inspires you and that you're co-host and you had a dance-off. You had a to-the-bone <laughs> competition with her that yeah. seemed very cutthroat. So the, the, the love oh, yeah. had to at least temporarily <laughs> disappear during this dance-off. What, what happened? <laughs> Look, we are both Leo women, and okay. we like to win. We do not back off from a challenge. We are so competitive. We both think we're right. So it makes, a great, it makes great TV. But... Um, how that happened was we had Elena, gosh, Benenko, and yeah. her, yeah, and her husband Rib Hillis, who just opened up LA Ballroom Dance Studio, and uh, she said Elena was saying how it's for uh, professional dancers as well as amateurs for people who have never danced and then Martha made a comment like Lily and I'm like yeah I like Lily and then she made another comment later in the conversation and she's like well I've been dancing my whole life and I cut her off before she could finish her thought and said okay wait a minute so you call me out that I've never danced and now you're bragging that you've danced your whole life and I said I'll dance you away and it was obviously in the moment a joke but they took that seriously next thing we know they put together this their first celebrity dance off and neither one of us was going to back down I've never danced in my life, okay? Never. This was insane. Another one of those moments where it's like, okay, I'll jump in and think later. So I did. But I've always, always dreamt of doing a tango. That's Ooh. been one of, like, my lifelong dreams. And I thought, you know what? Why not? I'm going to get to do the tango that I've always wanted to do. And for, if nothing else, I get to act like a dancer for a minute and 45 seconds, just do it. And I did, and I loved it, and I had a blast, and she was amazing. I mean, she's been dancing her whole life. Wow. 
So that's how that happened. She got the higher scores from the technical judges because uh. she's a dancer. And I got to take home the trophy because the audience got to vote. And for some reason, they probably felt sorry for me and gave me their vote. <laughs> now, is this something that you would continue saying that, you know, you had this aspiration to do a tango? I mean, the tango, speaking of things that are sensual, that's, you know, one of the most sensual dances, I think. Oh, will you yes. continue pursuing dancing? Oh, yes. I have not had time to go back since. But believe you me, it's something that I'm going to continue doing. I just found such a freedom and uh, a new form of expression. You know, I'm a creative being. I'm a passionate being. And I, and, and I need many ways of expressing that in healthy ways. <laughs> and that's a healthy way to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mine usually involves eating snacks. So maybe I should reconsider my, my opinion here. Um, I put together something that may or may not be fun. We'll find out. But since you are the expert of scents, I wanted to see if you could come up with what some of the most recognized scents are universally. Uh, there's a Yale University study. They put together a list of the top 20 most recognizable scents. And I'm just curious, do you have any thoughts of what might be on that list? Jasmine. It is not on the list, believe it or not. What? Okay, I'm, I'm dumbfounded. Uh, lavender. That is also, that was one of the ones that I picked. I thought for sure lavender would be there. These are, uh, these are all over the board. These are completely all over the board. Grapefruit. Yes. <laughs> that was the one I was going to say first. I should have <laughs> stuck to my instinct. <laughs> That's okay. Now, okay, so grapefruit coffee. That, that is actually number one. I was going to say someone who uh, <laughs> has appeared on screen with Sonny Corinthos needs to know about coffee importation, as they call it. Uh, that, yeah, that's the number one smell. Oh, you know what? I know that this is so random, and I'm so sorry, but I think it's important to say this because we have not talked about this, but with the whole Latin movement and, and at that time, at that day and age, and me and Ricky being the first Latin super couple, isn't it interesting that Maurice is also 100% Latin? So he was already a part of that. Does that make sense? No, it does. And I mean, I'm thinking even before that, he was on All My Children as well. Exactly, so. but they never really promoted that. It's almost like they were selling him more as Italian. Yeah, isn't that interesting? But anyway, okay, back to the sense. So coffee, yes. Coffee, grapefruit. Um, okay, something cinnamon? Yes, I would not have <laughs> guessed that. But yes, cinnamon is on the list as well. Lemon. Lemon is on the list. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm in action now. Um, let's see. Stay in the same no, that was another surprise. Um Here's the the one that's number three. I don't think anyone will ever guess, but I'm going to, uh, I'll just say it. It's Vicks Vapor Rub. Oh, wow. You, you're right. It is all across the board. Yeah, who oh. would think Vicks Vapor Rub? But, you know, when someone has it on, you, you know that it's oh, Vicks Vapor you're Rub. You're going to smell that a mile away. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it should be like uh, eucalyptus. <laughs> That's, I mean, that's not on the list, surprising, but I guess that fits in. But wintergreen oil is on the list. I think everybody knows the wintergreen lifesavers. Uh, some of the other things that are on here that were interesting are baby powder. Oh, yes, that's a good one. 
chocolate, and peanut butter. Mmm. Dried cat food. Oh, God. <laughs> I, I mean, who... I don't know. I guess you'd have to have a cat. I, I don't know what dried cat food smells like. Yeah, I've never had a cat, so I would never recognize that smell. <laughs> and some of the other interesting ones that are on here Wait, are, wait, wait. How about gasoline? No. Uh, that's a good guess, though. That's, I, I wonder if gasoline doesn't smell the same everywhere. I would think it wow. has to. It's gasoline. Um, but mothballs, cigarettes, yeah, tuna, Ugh, yeah, bananas, bananas, bl- really? Yeah, bleach, that's bleach. That's a good one. How about suntan oil? No, but I get that would probably be like more like coconut or a pina colada or something. That would, <laughs> that's not on the list. Um, <laughs> And then the other one that's interesting is Crayola crayons. Oh, wow. I don't so know how if I If we feel. were playing on Family Feud, I mean, we wouldn't have done that well, huh? <laughs> if we were playing on Family Feud, the people probably would have said sex. They would have said wine. I mean, they're, they're very risque on the Family Feud nowadays. Well, we did say coffee, and that was number one, so. It was, and that would not have been anything that I would have guessed. It's, uh, I don't drink coffee, but I mean, I do know the smell of coffee, so it's probably <laughs> something that didn't register with me. That's funny. What a fun game. I love it. Well, you know, there's always something interesting to come along. But, uh, you know, things that are fun that we like to talk about on the show, of course, are how people got into soaps and what they're doing now. And there's a project that you're you're working on that's coming out later in the year. I'm guessing it's more towards the fall. It's called Tongue Tide, and it's a motion picture. Yes. What can yes. you tell me about Tongue Tide? It's a bilingual feature film, romantic comedy. And um, it is, you know... I was going to say it's my first time acting in Spanish, but in reality, um, my very first audition I ever did in life was uh, I stood in a line like for an hour and I auditioned for a Spanish pilot, which I got the role. So that was the the only thing I've ever done acting-wise in Spanish other than commercials, but that doesn't count. So it was really, really fun for me to get to do it in my native language, you know? It is. I mean, it's, I think that people will be interested in it. Now, for folks who don't understand, or they may not understand English, or they may not understand Spanish, will they be able to follow along? Oh, you, yeah, yeah, because it, it goes from in and out. It goes in and out from Spanish to English, and you're, you'll definitely get it. It's very funny. Uh, the lead actress is a huge um, singing sensation in Latin America, I guess I get to work with a lot of singing sensations from Latin America. <laughs> I guess that's my thing. <laughs> oh, will they get their own sense? Will there be a tongue-tied scent coming out? <laughs> you never know. <laughs> well, you and know, I'm also off the bay. Yes. And the, the bay I was mentioning, it's coming out. comes out May 5th. First, but That's the right. Confessions of Bay City, it's a new sort of standalone series where you can get to know the characters. That mm-hmm. started yesterday, so folks need to go to thebaytheseries.com uh, to check that out. And it's completely free. They can watch it anytime they'd like. Yes. And uh, we have some really interesting, intriguing characters. Mm. Juicy storyline. And as you can see on the Confessions that were just released, it looks better than ever. 
It really does. And it's, I mean, it's fascinating watching uh, the confessions uh, yesterday when it came out. It was yesterday. I'm, I don't even know what day it is anymore. But uh, it's, I was trying to put myself in the, the position of someone who had no idea if they'd never seen it before, if, you know, they're just now jumping in or would they be able to. And watching Matthew Ashford, I mean, it proved quite well that you don't really need to know fully what's going on. You can just jump in now, enjoy it and sort of go for the ride, just like any soap. Right. That's right. And uh, didn't he do an excellent job? I mean, he is just so dark and interesting. Like, I want to know what the hell he's up to. Yeah. And we've had him on the show, and he's been very funny on the show. So it's a nice contrast for people to see the lightness or to see what he's done on Days of Our Lives and then to see this and just see that it's so, so dark. I, I, I enjoyed it, to be quite honest. Yeah, that's what I always tell him. Like, you always play these dark characters, and you are one of the nicest people in the industry. Like, hands down, one of the coolest, nicest, most authentic guys in the industry. Well, we, um, you know, was hoping that we would be able to get Jade to join us. For some reason, she is missing in action. I hope she's not. Uh, uh, Are you, you serious? Know. That's not like her. I'm not sure. So we'll certainly we'll try to have her on again in the future. Uh, we'll certainly, and there's so much more to talk about with you. We're certainly not tongue-tied. Speaking of, of things, <laughs> uh, but we're. Unfortunately, we're out of time for this segment. So, Lily Melgar, I want to thank you so much for dropping by. Extend the invitation for you to come back anytime that you would like. And oh, thank, thank you so much. So, Just make you sure so you have much. another game for me. I, I love games, and I, it's on. I will come on and play any day. The challenge is accepted. It will be done. <laughs> I will start drafting one as soon as I'm done with today's show. Uh, but again, thank you so, I want to thank you so much. And for folks, I want to make sure that they also know it is sensualbylily.com. They can find you on Twitter at Lily Melgar. And, you know, pretty much that's the best way to keep up with you. Yes, it is. All right, gang, we're going to keep up with some more stuff. And Lily and I are going to talk behind the scenes, but we have to take a quick commercial break. Stay tuned because Soap Central Live will be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Hey, soap fans, are you looking for the inside scoop on your favorite daytime drama series? For 15 years, soap fans have looked no further than soapcentral.com. Every day, soapcentral.com has comprehensive daily recaps of all the happenings on your favorite soap operas. Take a sneak peek ahead with the scoop for spoilers and previews or share your thoughts with soap fans from around the world on our bustling message boards. If you're looking for a little history or just looking to settle a bet with a friend, check out hundreds of character profiles and actor biographies. Now you'll be able to know who slept with who and who's come back from the dead the most times. Plus, exclusive interviews, red carpet coverage of the daytime Emmys, and much more. Whether you watch The Young and the Restless, General Hospital, All My Children, or any of the other soaps, SoapCentral.com will keep you tuning in tomorrow. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. 
stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Are tuned in today with Soap Central Live, starring Dan J. Kroll. Do you have a question, a comment, or you just want to dish? Please call in at 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. Or drop a line to radio at soapcentral.com. Now, back to our stories. Hey everybody, welcome back to Soap Central Live. My next guest is someone who I found out just now may have been my neighbor at some point in time. But beyond that, he made waves last year as part of the cast of All My Children's Internet Relaunch and in the process became one of the baddest bad guys in soap opera history. He's here today hopefully to show us his softer side. And if not, you might want to start running for the hills. Alfredo Diaz, welcome to Soap Central Live. Hey Dan, how are you, man? I'm I'm doing great, and we were talking between commercials here, and found yeah. out that you have a, a tie to Philadelphia. Yes, yeah. When uh, when I first moved here from Puerto Rico, we moved uh, to to North Philly. I went to school there for a while. Um, yeah, I have a lot of family there still. I visit all the time. What part of Philly you were from? I'm in Center City right now. Uh, I went to uh-huh. Temple. And then I just stuck around, and here I am all these many years later. No, Philly's cool. Philly's very cool. (laughs) Well, beyond finding out that we have the Philadelphia connection, I don't know if you know this, but you have been nominated for one of SoapCentral.com's Danky Awards, which is for Outstanding Recurring or Special Guest Star for your work on All My Children. It's a vote that's been strictly decided by fans, so congratulations. Wow, damn, you just shocked me. Wow, that's awesome, man. That's, wow. I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know. It's very cool. Very, very cool. And um, it's interesting wow. because, you yeah. know, typically when... Sometimes people have a, a difficult time differentiating between a character that they really hate and an actor who is doing a really great job. So this obviously shows that you were able to transcend that hatred to have people really see that you were doing a great job acting-wise. Oh, that's thank you, Dan. Yeah, that, I mean, I'm glad. I mean, I, I got my couple of uh, or few or several uh, tweets and things about the people. I don't know they. Some people kind of took it like I was really Vlad, but most people, uh, yeah, I guess, uh, knew that they congratulated me on my acting. So, And for folks who are listening who don't understand or don't know, uh, maybe weren't watching All My Children, the Kozlovs were Russian mobsters in human, tra- human trafficking. There was a whole lot of really, really dark and, yeah. and just, you know stuff that we've never really seen on soap. So I have to wonder, when you find out about a role like this. Is there ever any trepidation on your part where you think, I don't know if I want to play something that is just so dark and so evil? Not anymore, let's say. Because I know I'm usually cast in that way. You know, um, so I've been getting used to like, okay, but yeah, for a while, I I, I didn't... yeah, I didn't want to be seen that way and all these little insecurities pop up, you know, God, I just, you know, and I remember one of the uh, makeup 
people, uh, from all my children, uh, said to me, oh, usually my bad guys are the nicest guys. And that really, I don't know, it kind of helped me with that feeling, you know, like, oh, okay, maybe, you know, that people could see that it's not me. But yeah, I, I, I used to get really weird about it. Now I'm just, you know, I, I I'm, you know, those are the roles that, first of all, those are the roles that attract me, but, um, but people, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm better with that. I don't feel so self-conscious or, you know, I, now, I get it. This person that you've played was, as I mentioned, truly one of the baddest bad guys in the history of soaps. And in real life, you're a guy who has had a pet horse and a couple of pigs. So that's a uh, yes. that's a very big difference. People may not know this about you. Oh yeah, no, no. I'm I'm a nature boy, Puerto Rico. I grew up in uh, in the mountains on the west coast. Um, yeah, with lots of animals and, and just in nature. I just, I think you, you, uh, when I first moved here, you know, I went from that to North Philly. I don't know, uh, if you remember North Philly in yes. uh, the late eighties Yes. and, and into nineties. Yeah. It was a scary, scary place. And I, I was about nine years old. And, um, so you build certain selves to protect you in that environment. So you start to kind of look a little mean and, and I could take, I, I've been around it, you know, I've been around it. Um, so, you know, I, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm attracted to those types of characters too. <laughs> so if you could have any animal in the entire world mm-hmm. as a pet, what would you pick? Hmm. Well, I don't know if you know this, but I have two pit bulls right now. Uh, so I don't know. If, let me see. I I mean, I've had them. I uh, let's see. Like, no, you know what? I know this is kind of maybe everyone would say it, but a lion. A lion. An, a lion. Yeah, they're just so beautiful. They're just so beautiful. I won't put them in a cage. I just let them roam in in Puerto Rico in my uh, little land I have. And, you, you know, feed them from a distance just in case. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm sure my neighbors would be okay with me having a lion. They're used to. I mean, we're, my whole family's always we're, uh, really into animals, helping animals. And I, I tweet and Facebook a lot about that, too. Uh, so we're, we're, we're known for that. You know, my, uh, my cousins here have exotic birds, and, and uh, we're like the unofficial... Um, shelter you know everyone that finds a pet or lost they just bring it to us uh, we're, we're everyone all our neighbors everyone knows we're you know we always have weird exotic animals i think it's a, a good judge of character when they say that if you're kind to animals you're typically also kind to people so that's certainly a good I, sign yeah yeah no i i yeah i i think so i know a lot of really tough looking guys that you might see them and, and cross the street and they're, they're sweet, sweet guys. And they, and some of the guys that I'm talking like family members that are, uh, you know, uh, helping animals and, and, and finding homes for them. And, you know, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I guess that's it. Mm-hmm. 
there's nothing funnier than, you know, you're mentioning North Philly, but there's nothing, you know, funnier than walking uh, around North Philly or driving around North Philly and seeing someone who you think is a really big, huge, tough guy and they have a little Shih Tzu or a little pony oh, yeah. or something <laughs> yeah, like that. I know, so, I know, it's so funny. I know. I see them around here. Not me. I'm I'm walking around with two mean-looking pit bulls. You know, I, I have a mean pit bull face. I'm walking <laughs> around and <laughs> but but my and I'm in. Uh, I'm my neighbors know me. You know, so they. But but yeah, if you don't know me, you know, like a lot of people are just kind of walking through. They see me with these two big pit bulls. They don't want to be anywhere near me. <laughs> And if they recognize you from All Might Show, then they want to certainly yeah. run the other direction. I, but I don't give them that chance. The, the first thing they see is two dogs, big dogs <laughs> going their way. <laughs> they're, they're here in the corner, man. <laughs> so uh, transitioning from that to this mm-hmm. you know, big scary dude with two big scary dogs <laughs> on your official mm-hmm. Twitter page, and if folks want to follow mm-hmm. you, it's Alfredo Diaz 777. You mentioned that... It says, my passion is to tell stories about the unconventional hero right. and his journey. What mm-hmm. is it about these unconventional? Actually, let's first, for you, what would be some examples maybe of an unconventional hero that folks out there listening would be able to understand or relate to? Yeah, um, the anti-heroes, even so many, um, thinking of like some of uh, like comic books, Spawn, this, you know, he, he's an anti-hero, he's... Uh, uh, someone from darkness that's been around darkness and, and the evil of men and, 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 but is a protector of man, you know, and, and, and learns less, uh, the lessons he learns from that, from darkness, he kind of shares to help people. Um, and, and that's kind of, yeah, that's what I write about. I'm a, I'm a writer and I, all my characters are the, you know, they they come from a dark place, but they're not. They're using that to kind of uh, lift up, you know, humanity. Or know, I'm just I've always been really attracted to Zorro. Let's say, you know, uh, the you know he's this good guys, bad guys sort of thing. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm. Yeah, those even Batman guys. to a certain extent. Batman, I, mean, I was going to say Batman, but I didn't want to throw people off. That was going to be the first one. <laughs> no, I mean yeah. it's. I don't know. I mean, I grew up knowing the Batman from the cart, the uh, the TV series yeah. with Adam mm-hmm. West. So yes, Adam when West. the movie came out, the I think the first Batman, mm-hmm. and you see the Batman and Bruce Wayne were so dark, and it wasn't boom pop pow uh, like mm-hmm. it was on the TV no. series. It was <laughs> yeah, sort of a surprising to me. Yeah, no, no, but that's the real Batman. That's the real Batman. You know, that's from the comics. Just we, you know, they they made it light for the era at the time. But but yeah, that's like the that's Batman. Yeah, and those, those types of characters. I'm. I just you know I've had a pretty you know wild journey up until this point here, and I I, I just I, I admire those people who could survive you know, um, just that dark world or, or live on both, you know, mm-hmm. and, and, and are able to deal with, I mean, I've seen so many different types of people, Dan, I've been around so many different types of circles. Um, and it's just interesting to me. And, and they're all, and they're, you know, there's, there's good people everywhere. You know, it's easy to judge sometimes, uh, these darker characters, but I mean, there's, there's, 
There's good everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. For folks who are listening, uh, you know, everybody goes through something at some point or time in their life, whether, you know, they're able to get out of it or not. And I know that there are probably people who are listening who maybe are in a dark space at the moment, or maybe they're thinking that they need some help or, you know, they, they don't know what to do with someone in their life who maybe is going through one of these darker periods. What's your advice to people who, you know, may feel as though they can't get through something? What's your advice to, to sort of inspire I, I them? I would say if I'm on, if, if it's someone I know, the one thing that just, it, 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 just, Showing real love. It, I, I mean, I, I, I've, I've been through it, and I, you know, I've rehab and all, and just different dark periods in my life. And having one person that truly loves you gives you enough motivation to keep trying to get out of it. You know, just one person that truly loves you, knowing that I'm both friends, actually, you know, just one person that truly loves you motivates you to keep trying to get out of it. If you don't have one person, at least one person, you're, you, you just keep falling deeper and deeper in it. But just, if you're, you know, I, I help people now, or at least I, I try, um, and, I, I just, I, I let them feel that love from me. So, because I know, I, I mean, I go, I, I go back to the hood and I, I go, you know, to the old neighborhoods and I see guys that I grew up with that are, you know, they're not doing well. And, but, and, and I, I, I take my time. I, I, I sit down I, and I, and I, I, I just chat with them and I, I, I give them info and I, I let them know that I, I just have love for them. And, and they're, you know, texting me or uh, through Facebook, letting me know their little steps that they're taking uh, towards a better life. You know, I, I mean, love, really, as corny as that may sound. Now, I don't think it's corny at all. I think that one of the things that I always comment on is that it usually isn't until after someone passes away when everybody comes out of the woodwork and says what a great person someone was yeah. or how they touched right. them or how they moved them. And I always feel like that's sort of such a waste that you should have been telling that to yeah. the people while they were still here. And it's, I mean, what you're saying sort of really solidifies what I've been saying is you have to oh, tell yeah, people no, now. It's, true. Mm-hmm. it's definitely so, now. I want to transition slightly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not quite well, as, as uh, serious of a discussion, but I was looking mm-hmm. on your official website, found mm-hmm. that on your resume. You've studied accents. We tend to love accents here on the show. Are there any other accents other than the ones that we know that you are capable of doing? You know, mm-hmm. if, if you tell me that you can do a southern drawl, uh, I'll probably have to leave the room. Uh, but are, <laughs> yeah. there, are there other yeah, accents? I'm working that on that one. I, that's the one that, <laughs> I'm working on that one. No, I, I just different types uh, uh, different Spanish accents. Um, I had to work on a lot of them in, in, in classes and things, but um, right now, most of the things that I get called in, yeah, they're usually like foreign guys. So I'm trying, I'm, I'm trying to get more accents into my toolbox because I, I, you know, I don't come off as that typical looking, uh, Latin guy, 
So uh, I, the more accents I have, the, the better it's going to be for me. But I have to polish them up whenever you know you 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 work on them in school and classes, and and then when you get a job, you have to polish it up. So I right now I've been working on a on a Cuban accent for something that hopefully I'll, I'll let you know in a day or so. <laughs> um, be a, a big thing for me. Uh, so I've been. I've been working on that one a little, uh, a little bit. I don't know um, if I, what if I could give you a sample. I don't know if people, will, you know, what I mean, will recognize the difference between, let's say, a Cuban accent and a Mexican accent. I say, do it. Can you do it? Yeah. Sure. Let's go. Uh, let me see if I could pick something up. I uh, Cuban <laughs> is very. I don't. Know, it's a little. Uh, it's a little. Uh, I got to get into it a little. I got to move around. See, I'm standing up. I'm walking around my room here like a maniac. Uh, yeah. I, you got to kind of, I got to, you know, walk around and warm up to it. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do need more accents. Now, what, what, do you have any accents you can share with me? I'm lucky enough to have the accent that I have. I can't go past the <laughs> Philadelphia accent. Uh, no, yeah, no, no. And from I'm living trying. in Philadelphia, I, mean, I don't know if you remember, but there are all sorts of accents in Philadelphia. Oh and my apparently, God. yeah, no, I we know. We have our own language. A uh, lot of different, yeah, a lot of different types <laughs> of people. That's the first time I got introduced to like just how, I, how big the world was. So many different nationalities in Philly. Absolutely. And, uh, I mean, that sort of uh, translates into talking about everyone, no matter what their nationality is or what accent they may have, there are common experiences that everybody oh. shares. And I want to oh. make sure that I talk about uh, a series that was recently given uh, an order for a full season. It's called The Affair, and it's going to air on Showtime later this year. And try as we might, we all know from watching soaps that mm-hmm. – Affairs do happen. So, what can you? I mean, what can you tell me about the affair? And, and certainly, if you know when folks will be able to check it out, that would be great as well. Yeah. Well, no, they they haven't let out yet with when it's, it, it's changed a couple of times. So, um, yeah, the affair is so uh, it's it's going to be a really really cool show. I'll, I don't know how much really I can say. I'll say that I got to uh, flirt with Ruth Wilson, and she was awesome. Um, but yeah, um, I don't know how much is out there about this show. Well, I'm, then <laughs> I'll save you from that. Uh, this is this is what was put out on on various uh-huh. releases. It says it explores the emotional and psychological effects of an extramarital affair. The mm-hmm. drama will be told separately from the male and female okay. perspectives, yeah. using the distinct memory biases to misdirect and intrigue. That's a whole lot to say, but. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's a la, a la true detective a little bit, you know, okay. in its own way. I don't know if you've been keeping up with true detective. They've, they've, it's, it's sort of like that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to be really, and it has some. They have some great players uh, leading this show. It's, it should be a lot of interesting. And as I said, it's going to be on Showtime. So this on will show. certainly be another reason if you don't get the Showtime to mm-hmm. later on this year. It's probably, I'm guessing, in the fall, but it'll be a great reason it, yeah, to it, subscribe. Most likely in the fall, yeah. All right. So I mean, we've, mm-hmm. uh, I'm just making sure that we're, we're not running long on time yeah. here, but there's so many other things. And mm-hmm. I know that, you know, certainly as an actor, you're only as. 
you know, powerful as your fans because the fans were, are always there to yeah, sort of raise you up. So I want to give you an opportunity in the last minute or so that we have to give a message to your fans. Yeah, well, I mean, the soap fans are hands down the best type of fan. They are loyal. They, they, I mean, they support you. And uh, I'm just I'm really grateful for them. Yeah, since uh, I, I was cast, um, as well, I know my children, you know, because of that soap, I've gone, I'm going to be, uh, in the following, uh, sometime this month, um, I shot a few different shows after Louis CK. I don't know. He's so funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. black box, you know, um, a lot of work came out from, from the soap and not just work, but fans. And I'm, I'm just really, you know, uh, and, and to keep stay in touch, I'm working on a on a web series right now called Rise Up, and I have a good team of people coming together to make this happen. I will keep you in the loop then and let you know what's Just going good. on with that. Uh, but it's loosely based on my life and uh, sort of the world uh, that I came out of. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I'm, I'm really, really excited about it and I, I can't wait to share it with people. I mean, and I want my, uh, my fans, uh, to be the first ones to go to my Facebook and I'll be posting things on my, uh, website, alfredodiaz.net. Um, and, and I'll have all the info up there, but I'm really excited about that. Well, I'm definitely now I'm intrigued and I'm excited as well. And I want to make sure that everybody knows more about that. So, of course, stay tuned here into SoapCentral.com. We'll be passing along all that information. Alfredo, I want to thank you so much for taking some time out of your day to chat with me. Oh, thanks so much, Dan. It was really nice talking to you and, and, and listening to Lily. I'm, I'm going to go check out her products. <laughs> Um, we'll we'll yeah. get you two in contact. Maybe we'll, yeah. we'll work out some sort of uh, some synergy thing here going on. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Thank you so much, Dan. Really uh, grateful to be on your show. Well, thank you. And maybe we'll get a cheesesteak the next time you're in Philadelphia. So, yes, all yes. right, everybody. Unfortunately, that means we are out of time for this week's show. I do want to thank all of my guests for calling in for, to uh, Lily Melgar, to Alfredo Diaz. We didn't get Jade Harlow on, but we'll try to have her on in the future. If you missed any of the links that we were mentioning or talking about or the products during today's show, don't worry. All you have to do is go over to SoapCentralLive.com. We're going to have a complete list of information for you there. And that's also the place that you can go to listen to any and all episodes of Soap Central Live, including this one. So if you missed the show, if you want to hear it again, if you'd like to share the show on Facebook with your friends or on Twitter, just head over there. It's a great place to listen to the show on demand. It's completely free. You can also download them to your PC, Android, or Apple device. Again, just go over to SoapCentralLive.com. The show is, of course, always available as a podcast on iTunes. Just search for Soap Central Live. Next week, it's an hour celebrating SoapCentral.com's 19th birthday. I have no idea what's planned for me. They won't let me call out sick. So if you want an inkling of what you can expect or see me squirm, just go over to check out our 18th anniversary show. It is on the SoapCentralLive.com website. That's what's coming up next week, March 21st at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Thank you for joining me this week and every week, of course. Until next time, I'm Dan Kroll signing off on this continuing saga we like to call Soap Central Live. Have a great week, everybody. 
Join us next time for the continuing story of all your favorite soaps. Tune in next Friday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time for another edition of Soap Central Live on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll be right back. 